DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Scotty G Unit is in here making a rare appearance and doesn't want to go on the air. Why not, Scotty? It's always fun when you go on the air. Everybody wants to hear from me. That's a lie. We're talking People about Boise. All the stuff that's going on in Boise. So this has got this has got, got Mountain written West written it. all over it. Yeah. It actually does. It's actually pertinent to have you, you know at this time. This is all going to boil down to you. What? Money. A big hot steaming pile and nothing. Nothing? Yeah. Is this all about leverage? You know, okay, cool. so I want All right. I'm going to tell a story here. And I learned this from the from the great David James. Because oh, there was a time. Okay, then I'm going to go get some to eat. No, 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 no. No, no. Because <laughs> you'll remember this very well, and you'll have a good chuckle about this. There was a time where... If he's going to laugh at I know, me, I know where you're going. He's got all kinds of time. You know where I'm going with yeah, this? The leverage thing? Yeah. Yeah, I know where you're so, going. So yeah. there was a time where I'm producing your show. We're over in the other building, mm-hmm. and somebody comes running in studio and saying... Real Salt Lake's moving to St. Louis. It's done. It's over. I remember. I need to get on the air. I remember, I remember this like it was yesterday. And so, yeah. uh, I'm like, well, all right, there's the door. You can walk right in. <laughs> Typical Scotty style. I, mean, I, I don't care. You do whatever there's you want to the do. There's the phone. Okay, That's well. another one. That's another classic. So sure enough, this guy comes busting into studio, throws yeah. on a headset, and yells, hey, they're moving to St. Louis. It's going to be Real St. Louis. It's over. It's over. This team's gone. And DJ looks at him like, they're not going nowhere. <laughs> Calm down. They'll get their stadium built. It's going to be all right. But what leverage does Boise have? I don't. Well, I don't think they really have any leverage. So then why would they get what they're looking for? Well, I, I think, get that it will be settled, but why would Boise get what it's looking for? Well, okay, I think, I think Boise... There's a couple things here. Boise has, and I have not seen, obviously, the paperwork, uh, but I do think Boise does have a case that they are due their little added bonus that they get every year okay. at $1.8 million. Okay. And I do not think that the Mountain West Is can just in- eliminate that, that oh, bonus. Really? I don't think that they can do it. And Boise, but Boise wants to go over the top and say, well, the contract got bigger, so that bonus should be bigger. I, I don't you. think it says wise, that. Yeah. And I think that's what Boise's trying to do is get everybody to the table so that they can negotiate a increase on that $1.8 million. Because okay. the, they're getting double the amount yes. in, individually. So, so you know, the contract doubled, and you told it, you know, every, you kept telling us that we were responsible for this new contract, so that bonus should go up proportionate to the size of the contract. It. Yeah, I got it. So, there's people in their car shaking their heads, though. So, wait a minute. So, the San Diego's, Fresno's, and uh, Wyoming's and CSU's of the world, the Aggies, tripled their money, and yet there's still trouble in River City. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Well, look, Boise's like, you know, Boise's like the hot girl in college you want to date. And then you finally date and you realize, wow, this is a lot of work. Like, this is... This isn't fun. This isn't really fun. And you're kind of crazy, you know? And uh, I think that's what Boise State is. But Boise is. has no leverage to go anywhere else. I don't... I mean, can you it's, think it's, of anything? It's the AAC. They, there's no way they can pull off a BYU. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because... They get 25,000 of their fans in Boise. Exactly. On a, on a big game. And, and Boise... You know, I, and I don't know if he's a media member. I don't know, but it circled like internet like crazy. The Boise was reaching out to the West Coast Conference. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, there, if you look at the West Coast Conference, there's something all of them have in common. God. And Boise, uh, unless, you know... Some of that, the most godless people I've ever been around. Unless, you know, that CDL license you get at Boise State gets you closer to God, then Boom! it's like a word. CDL you know? license trash talk. Wow, look at the Aggies go. <laughs> hey, you're working with NASA. 
I know, right? You could drop that. <laughs> yeah, just, but just don't like know your role. Don't, Come on, this don't is underestimate it. the Christians taking in the heathens if it makes them more and, money. And so this whole uh, that's fair point. I don't even know that we should talk about everything we read on Twitter. But Boise State and BYU and form a new league. I look around. There's like 14 schools playing FBS football in the West yeah. that aren't in the Pac-12. Yeah. So there weren't that many options for forming a new league unless you're going to start pulling teams out of Texas, and that gets back to the AAC, and that's the 16-team whack. The NCAA wasn't too keen on trying to carve out another spot for the Mountain West Conference 20 years ago. I can't imagine they'd be thrilled to do that again. Not really. I don't know. I mean, but yeah, Boise's Boise's always, there's always drama with Boise. I I was told by somebody the other day, it's like, okay, throw your fit, get it out, and let's get back to work. So So. is Harson going to stay there forever? Because all of this strength comes from they're really good in football. Now, they're not as good as they were, and I think the rest of the Mountain West is known as the title's been passed around, right? Yeah. Boise's got three in seven years, and Fresno has two, and San Diego has two. And the one before they went to the title game, San Diego, Fresno, and Boise State split. So the rest of the league is looking... Like, Boise's not winning the division all the time. Nope. Wyoming won it one year. Last time to a Aggies. New Year's Six was the Fiesta in 16, I want to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the year the Cats won it. Yeah, yeah. Arizona. Um, the one the division. So is there anyway. some notion that the rest of it is like, A, you're not what you were, and B, as soon as that coach leaves, you may not even be that. Yeah. I, I think there's a certain element of that, too. But, and then there's also an element of, you know, we're kind of tired of your stuff. And... And I've and, and you know a lot of when I say stuff like that, people naturally attach it to Utah State. But I've talked to other people around the conference. Like, look, you know what? We're, we've caught up. Our facilities are good too. We're pretty good. We've you haven't won this thing year in and year out. You're it's not complete. It's not BYU of the '80s with a whack. So maybe slow your roll. Well, a bit. I, I think that's the only reason why we should be talking about it because we got to talk to the things that matter the most to the people who are listening. And is there any potential benefit for BYU in this? Uh, all right, so let's say Boise does leave. BYU wouldn't be interested in going to the Mountain West. No, but is there anything that they can do to piggyback or or whatnot? And I just have, don't. I don't see it have really. Power in two. I don't. I don't see it. But I don't know. I mean, I think that's what you people two are, are far smarter than I am on that stuff. Only thing I would see is carving some combo deal where ESPN two always has a BYU or Boise State game. They set up their schedules, yeah. but that takes a long time to do. But what is, and you always have one of them yeah. at home on a Saturday night at eight thirty, and one Pac twelve game, and blow off the Mountain West. And what is uh, what does Boise do with the rest of their teams? Like I just don't think they have any leverage to yeah. go independent in football. Is this new TV deal? Is ESPN going to buy any games from Fox and CBS, or are they going to take them all? I think they're taking them all. They're taking them all. Yeah. Okay. I've I've not read anything about ESPN being able to get back in the mix at all. Okay. So I mean it's a it's a pretty sweetheart deal. I mean when you triple your money, you got to be pretty pleased with it. How much of that though is being tripled versus it's just the cost of doing business now versus then? Is it really yeah, worth mean, just more? Like your in house your dollars? house is always going to increase in yeah. value hopefully every year. Yeah. Um, could they there do could, anything to get triple the money? There or could just, be some just, element of that. Yeah. Um, I, I think that there's a... Now, you know, fans will complain about it, but the fact that you are willing to allow your teams to play play at 8.30 on a football, you know, football on Saturday night, I think certainly helps programming for some of these and something that Fox really wanted. You know, Fox had, you know, a little bit of Pac-12, but to be able to add more inventory. Where is Fox going to put their games? Are there going to be games on FS, Big Fox? Is it going to be FS1? FS1. There's there's a combination. I think they've, they've uh, they're contractually obligated to like three or four games on a Big year Fox. on the Big Fox. 
and then FS1, CBS still has the majority of them. Um, so you're still looking at CBS Sports, mm-hmm. or and uh, so yeah, I I think that that's it. because the FS1 there's a little bit more, but you're right. I mean, but the fact is, from what I understand, Fox blew ESPN out of the water on the offer. I mean, it wasn't even close. Okay, well, it makes me wonder why. Yeah. Why, why why did ESPN not step up? What do they because, know? What do they see? What are they thinking? Because ESPN stepped up and spent more money to buy the CBS package in four years on the SEC. So they don't want that, it now. That one just boils down. I think they we have, don't want it. We don't need it. They um, they they want don't it, need but you it. can't. I think probably more than want it. Yeah. And I, I would say you can't have everything that you want. ESPN. We've all read about how you can get what you need. Yeah. yeah, you got you got so much money to spend on rights fees, and they're going to spend it on the SEC, not on the Mountain West. Uh, if they had more money, because I don't do see it, a big difference. Okay, thanks, PK. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> there you go. Kate is looking better, but is it too late to salvage the season? Uh, what's what's your technician or definition of salvaging the season? Get to the NCAA tournament because I think since they were there uh, last year and no, they're the only team in the state to do it in like three years. That everybody was counting on him getting back this yeah, year. Yeah, I think that it's it, look if they run the table with a win over San Diego State, they'll get back into the at-large conversation. That might probably is a little too much to ask for. Um, but they're they're a much better team. Even that meltdown against Boise State, the first thirty-seven minutes is probably their first, their, some of their best basketball I've seen since maybe the Jamaica tournament. Hmm. So I mean, they play. Ooh, I want to make it. They they <laughs> come on Bahama. I, I knew you'd like that. <laughs> um, so that, that that's some of their best. They look great against Air Force the other night so they need to get it going but colorado state's won five in a row that's who they've got on saturday they're playing some really good balls so it's going to be difficult uh it's probably going to come down to winning three games in three days so you're thinking NIT, good luck madison to you. square garden I, yeah i'll take a i'll take a trip to msg there it is like i tell you guys you well, know when when pk calls me a fan i'm i get paid by the game so whatever it gives <laughs> me the most i'm, I'm all about I don't blame you. <laughs> I remember doing the Gaucho games. I've come to recognize that that's the way it should be. I don't. I don't criticize anybody anymore for what they say or do when it's relative to their paycheck. <laughs> so if you believe that you need, and I'm speaking generally, not just you specifically, if you believe you need to be a homer to keep your job, then homer away, because that's what it's about in the end. The evolution of Patrick Kinahan. Yeah, that used to bother me. Oh, he's a homer. Blah 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 blah. Well, now it's like, oh yeah, you're saying what you think your bosses want that you to say or do or behave because you're trying to protect your paycheck. Well, and the other thing too that I've kind of noticed is that you know when you travel with these guys, like you get to know them as people. And so, like you know, the Boise game, I'm looking over there and I'm seeing people that I know, and they're dying down, and they're dying, dying. and you, and you know them, them, and you know them personally, and so you're kind of hurting for them. Oh, I think for sure. more than just the team. You know, does that make sense? Absolutely. Totally, yes, I was with totally. Jack Letty when he got fired, yeah. and I wanted to cry because I felt so bad for him. That was, and then it was last game. He lost the night before, and he was done. And we were at the restaurant, and then Thomas uh, down there at what's that South Point? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I walk out without paying. Because I was with him, and and I felt so bad for him. Wait a minute, Ray Jacoletti paid for your meal? No, no. He walked out. We both walked out without paying. <laughs> oh, they okay. Stiffed. Oh, a little dining dash. Yeah, and then oh, the nice. next morning, you go back, and guy says, "You didn't pay yesterday." I said, "Oh yeah, you're right." But I'm on a company credit card. I'm, the watchdog is paying for it, so I'm having steak and eggs. Of course. Yeah. So it wasn't like... I, I, my point is, I was so sympathetic to Ray yeah. and his situation that I literally walked out of a restaurant without... The only time I've ever done that in my life. Yeah. And you... Because you're so... You you almost take on the, the bleeding for these guys. Yeah. 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 100%. 
Right. And, and, and consequently here, that's why. And that, and that happens as you get older. And I used to criticize yeah. that, too, when I was a young buck. Yeah, but, but I think that's far more understandable than you've fallen in love with the jerseys and the, yeah. retiring athletes always say well it's the people right yeah. and I'm going to miss the camaraderie and all that and so when that Boise State thing happens I get that you look over and see the look in somebody's eyes and they're like this is a problem yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was standing behind a coach at a football game once <laughs> snap it over his head just sn- it was a punt just yeah. snap it because he knew they needed a miracle they're yeah. getting beat it's like just just like 10 feet over his head. (laughs) It rolls back there. It's a 45-yard game. I only wish I was deep, deep friends with Quinn Snyder. (laughs) (laughs) And now everyone asks, why is that, PK? Be one with the the Snyder family. Yeah. See, the problem here is nobody knows what you're talking about. Oh, I think they do. But the people that do are going to be really upset. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why I wanted you to sit down. That's the Scotty G payoff. The timing was beautiful. Oh, just having fun. Hey, today's National Compliment Day, Scotty. I just want to thank you for being you. I'm not buying that either. (laughs) (laughs) It's National Compliment Day. Today. Is it National Sarcasm Day, too? Yeah, that's every day, but no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I appreciate that. All right, we're going to put this on Twitter. This will get ugly in no time. National Compliment Day. Who do you want to compliment? It is National Compliment Day. All right, this will be up shortly, people. This will drive the rest of the show. Scotty, always good to see you. All right, guys. All right. break. (laughs) Scotty G, joining us talking a little Mountain West Conference TV. FS1 starts doing those late games, and what are they doing with the Pac-12? How does that impact the Utes? Is the conference going to negotiate some more 5 o'clock FS1 games? Because that would work for a lot of Ute fans. You just wonder the domino impact when, when they go out and buy, buy the Mountain West. 5 o'clock's an awesome start, absolutely, yeah. And, and I, I think that, I don't know that they'll ever do it, but I think that, I said this last year with the Utes, if you, get it, if you are in the top 10 of the playoff when the committee comes out with its ranking, you should go no later than 5. They should have some kind of stipulation to have you to get as much exposure as you possibly can get for the I, conference. I think going forward, I've thought about this a little bit. Uh, can the Pac-12 cut a deal with ESPN going forward saying, you don't want to televise games with all these empty seats, so you got to give a little. But we know you need some flexibility in your games. Could they not lay out the time schedule for all the games all season long and then build in a certain amount of flex games. But largely, like, you know Oregon's going to be good, and you know ABC's going to want them at 6 or Fox at 5. And even if you don't assign them times, assign them windows, you're in the third window. The fans are going to know what that means. Hey, we're kicking off 5, 5, 36 o'clock on ABC or ESPN or Big Fox. And I think if your team is good enough, you're not having empty seats. Right, but ESPN's televising a lot of games, and they're still going in and showing games you know, empty at UCLA, empty at Stanford. To the degree, that's matter, a problem. But it doesn't matter. You, you can put them on any time you want. If and your team never sucks, people right. aren't going to show up. But people used to show up for mediocre teams in a way they're not showing up for mediocre teams But, I mean, now. what's the difference? So you have. 10, well, I think the Rose Bowl looks better with 65,000 people than 25,000 people, and honestly, it, it looks like they're 25,000. But it, yeah, but I don't think you're going to get 65 if you're, unless you're really good. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. And now, attention, top of the wire on 97.5, 12.80 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
Utah Jazz back in action tomorrow afternoon against the Dallas Mavericks. 3 o'clock. That'll be prime time in Europe. Rudy Gobert fans in France. This is going to be perfect for them. Mavericks coming off a win. They just won last night in Portland, 133-125. to Utah snaps a four-game losing streak with a 67-66 win over Washington. The Utes do not score a basket in the final four minutes, but they erase a seven-point deficit by making 12 out of 13 free throws. They host Washington State tomorrow, 5 o'clock on the Pac-12 Networks. Yoli Childs back in the starting lineup. BYU wins on the road, 74-60 at Pacific. Blow the game open with a 21-0 run in the middle of the second half. Cougars are at USF tomorrow, 3 o'clock. Watch the game on KJAZ 14. Weber State lost to Montana. Blew a 13-point lead. Lost to Montana State 62-61. Weber State hosts the Big Sky leading University of Montana. Tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. That game's on KJAZ 14. The Aggies are hosting Colorado State. Tomorrow night at 8 o'clock on ESPNU. Scotty G will have the call. Begin with the pregame show at 7.30 here on the Zone Sports Network. Top of the Wires brought to you by Zero Res. Start your new year off fresh and clean with a call to Zero Res Carpet Cleaning. Get three rooms of carpet clean for just $89.95. Schedule with Zero Res today online at ZeroResSaltLake.com or call them at 801-288-9376. Big Show. Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Are you ready? You guys ready? Sam Amick from The Athletic. How are you feeling about the Jazz right now? They look good. Obviously, a lot of that stretch came without Mike Conley, and that's the most impressive part. Still haven't missed a beat since he came back. I have a fun little interview with Donovan Mitchell like more than a month ago that is going to finally see the light of day because it was a positive interview, and there was a time when it didn't really fit what was happening with the team. It's just crazy how the regular season ebbs and flows so much because it feels like it wasn't very long ago that they were an underachieving team. I'm feeling like I need to book a trip to Salt Lake City. Turn this up. Catch the Big Show, presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Afternoons from 3 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. We're a really good team, but we're not a great team yet, and we shouldn't be. We're, we're just now being put together in September, and from September to now, we're a better team. And if we continue this trend, then we'll put ourselves in a position where we can compete for a championship and have a chance. And in this league and in sports in general, all you want is a chance. Okay, all that's true. That's LeBron James. Catching up to date on all that we've been talking about here all morning long, getting you up to speed. And it is brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, and Sandy. Find your deals online at LHMDeals.com. So how many teams is that true for? Generally what, speaking, or this year, what do you ask? This year, right now, this season, because the Jazz are good. Hey, you're, you're not the team you were in September. You're getting better, and you got a few more months to get better. Quinn Snyder, that's, that's his mantra. He's said that dozens and dozens of times. And certainly Jazz are better than they were at the start of the year. Dozens and dozens of times. Is he going to say it now? We're yes. Tw- we're 23 and 4. We're going to get better. This is just barely starting. Wait, wait till you see us in the end of March. Come on, Dave. It's, he's going to say it again. He, really? Oh, yeah. I, I totally believe he'll say it again. We had, there's, there's small details, and we have to keep working on those and make ourselves better. There are bigger tests okay, coming. Okay, that, that's coaching cliche. Not, we're going to get better. Book it, bank it. We'll be a he lot never, better. We'll be a hell of a lot better in March than we are now. He doesn't Come say on. it like that. He says, win or lose, we have to get better. Well, duh. Right. And he says it after game <laughs> 10. Let's go 82 and, and 0 and 16 and zip. Yeah, there's like 60 get better. different questions you can ask him, and He'll end up saying so. That. He, so he's no different than any other coach who's ever been coaching in. The I think he says it more I, often he, than others. I think he just 
pounds it into the ground over and over. Now, he puts his hands behind his head, interlocks his fingers. We got this covered, guys. Piece of cake. Nothing here. Let's wrap this up. I want to get something to eat because we are rolling. <laughs> says that? <laughs> Nobody says that either, but those aren't <laughs> the only two things to say. If you're talking about getting better, of course. So the LeBron Jazz, just said the same thing. And the, that's what I was getting at. So the LeBron top says that six, the top Jazz five gets, teams can win it all in the, the West. The Clippers or get to the final. Dallas included. Yeah, and we going to break this down every day. <laughs> LeBron like just said it. We talked about it at seven o'clock this he's morning. Like we keep hearing how many teams who's going to get to the conference final? How many teams in the East? Are I don't pay attention to the East. Milwaukee, I guess, would be my guess. I don't know. You get you want to talk about it, so answer your own question rather than ask me because I don't know. I would say at least four teams in the West: Lakers, Clippers, Jazz, Rockets. They're all saying it. Well, I would put the Nuggets in there, so. I think the Nuggets are saying we got to get healthy. Three starters and, and number two scores. And the teams that are healthy are saying we got to stay healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, no kidding. We talked a lot of college basketball earlier this morning. The Utes won a game in a way. You and I both watched a lot of college basketball games, and we can't ever remember seeing a team down by seven. In the final four minutes, not score a field goal in the final four minutes, but go 12 of 13 at the line and win the game. Unshocking. Unprecedented. They got seven of the free throws and went six of seven on one play. A foul, a technical foul, they got the ball back, and a three-point shooter got fouled. That was unbelievable. If I'm Washington's AD, I'm calling Bobby Dibler right last night. I'm screaming, you know that, Bobby. You only do that when you lose, and Chris Hill went nuts, and he apologized for it, and so guys make mistakes, no big deal. But the point is that you do that when you lose. And I have never seen a team not score a field goal in the last four minutes and then just constant nothing but free throws. And 32 free throws to 14. All right. <laughs> and down the stretch. That's when you know the, you've been jobbed. The three-point shot after the uh, technical foul. Uh, he traveled before the foul. Yeah, now Washington was stupid to get anywhere near the kid. Yes. He hadn't made literally a field goal all game. So, here. You don't need to leave your feet and jump at him with three seconds on the shot So, you were idiots. That's the thing about refereeing. Even though I thought that was atrocious, you put yourselves in the position to the referee to make the call. So, that's on you. That's not on the referee. Trying to draw the ill-fated charge in mid-court was a terrible decision. The Jones kid knew full well. The only chance I got bail is me out, pump fake. <laughs> yeah, right. Because I'm five foot two, and, and I'm a pump six, fake. Uh, yeah, and then I'm gonna lean into you because I've been watching ball. My dad's been involved in it my whole life, and so I'm gonna. I have the smarts to do that. Credit him for making that play to get himself at the line. Absolutely, and the Utes deserve a hundred percent credit on that. I thought Washington played that game and fouled like they were behind. I just thought they lost it. But the Utes were fortunate the travel wasn't called. I thought they were also fortunate, even after they went 12-13 at the free throw line, there's still 14 seconds left. Washington calls timeout. thought they came out of the timeout like they hadn't had a timeout. I don't know what the plan was. I couldn't tell by watching. Well, that's on coaching, so it, you're ripping the coach. I agree. And when finally they had a guy try to drive, that block charge, I thought that was a 50-50 call. That could have gone either way. No, it goes the way of the home, home team. Home team got it. Home team got it. Nobody wants to be booed. But they could have called a block and sent Washington to the line. Yeah. It wouldn't have been outrageous if they'd done it. And good for the Utes because now they should beat Washington State, get a little momentum. I don't think it's going to make a difference. I don't think they're going to go to the tournament. 
But you know, you're at least here. If you can keep your guys, you are literally building something with all the freshmen and sophomores. And they win a few more games, they'll at least have a winning record. Yeah, and then you, you know, pressure you. Amp they were up the ten pressure. and seven a loss there. You think Kristobiak should be fired if he doesn't reach the tournament? Eight. I don't. That would be four straight seasons without the tournament. I can't argue with facts. So how long do you get? Because it seems like in an era when the thing is tipped towards the Power Five teams. And you got the tradition, the history, the resources, the facilities. Why keep missing? Well, because your guys are leaving and your talent isn't good enough. Why do guys keep leaving? That's a debatable question right there. That cannot be solved in a single paragraph. I do think he deserves another year. I think think he'll get it. And then the pressure's on next year. Because then you'll have, you not only have sophomores, and that's still young, but I don't want to hear youth next year because you're extending all sorts of minutes to youth. You can be young and be experienced. Just because you're young doesn't mean you're inexperienced. Those two, those words don't always have to go together. And next year, all these kids like Jones that we just mentioned is playing big minutes. So next year, I'm Absolutely in your corner, 100%. We asked Chris Hill that on this show when they were struggling the second year. And and said, nope, not second after. Second year what? When they were missing the tournament for the second time. Okay, And, gotcha, and gotcha. it was not after two years. You know, if there's a problem next year, but you can't be that quick on the trigger. I understand. And, and obviously that comes against the backdrop that he was that quick on the trigger and came to regret it later that he didn't give Ray Jack a lot more and time. And plus they had made the tournament a couple of times before mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Larry had. Larry had, had a Larry sweet, did a phenomenal job Larry had building a, the program. Building the program, everything was going on the arc you thought it should, going to the Sweet 16, going to the second round. Yeah. Losing in the second round is a little bit of a disappointment, but you can't get all worked up about one game when you're making big program decisions. So I don't think that's anything and even the rebuilding year after that fine but then two then three now four mm-hmm. i mean those are facts do Can't you really think them? it's going to be a tournament team in year five i see i don't see any reason why not it's not like they play in the toughest conference just went from 12th to a tie for 10th with that win last night see a long way away that's pretty good progress byu well, you don't have to win the conference you just have to get in the tournament yep I agreed. BYU, 21 nothing run in the second half. The defense paid off again, ended up holding Pacific to 60 points. They were down 53-51, and then they went on a 21-0 run, and it was over. And that was good because Pacific supposedly, and all these BYU homers, oh, the West Coast Conference is getting better. No, it's not. I mean, it may be getting better because you couldn't have gotten worse. Worse. So maybe you do, you are getting better, but you're certainly not good enough. We just had Ken Palmer on talking about how it's an abyss to play in the West Coast Conference for your power rating and net and whatever it's called now. Uh, so you are getting better, but they still are not good to where BYU should be losing those games. And that's the big thing this year is they just put it on those guys in the second half. Jake Toulson, Jake Toulson has got some of that stuff that I talk about. The grittiness, well, the toughness. Bleep you. Yeah. Four. I'll get in your face if I have to. He went He went up to Utah, and now there was a thing at the end of the game, towards the end of the game last night, where he's getting in the guys' faces. He had four three-pointers in that 21 nothing run. Yeah, you need some moxie, man. And he's got it. Well, most people from Arizona have it. There it is. <laughs> That's why they're winning. They're starting two kids from the Valley of the Sun. Ha! 
That's where you get your winners from. They got USF tomorrow on the road. KJS 14, 3 o'clock, same time as the Jazz game. Well, punk the crap out of them, too. Yeah, show them how it is. I see no reason why they don't win, especially with Yoli back. He's a tremendous basketball player. That's, I mean, that's, no one can debate that. Also, we've been talking about the Jazz this morning. What can derail them? I don't really view them getting derailed. We haven't really seen Quinn's teams fall apart. When, when I hear derail, I think, what are you going to do to yourself to wreck this? Ego, Whoa. overconfidence, that kind of stuff. In the you, short, You didn't see them get down by 40 to Toronto? Yeah. That's derailment. <laughs> <laughs> they sucked then. Those right. were Quinn's teams, and I, I love him more than you do. But that was der- that, that road trip was awful. It was. That, that's not being derailed? And they're way past that. Obviously. But that's not the question. You said you haven't seen them do that. They did do that. That was yes, bad. But the team's, but the gotten, way past but the team's going, going, gotten better, and I don't think they're going back to that. Neither do I. Okay, well, then you don't think they're going to be derailed either. But you said they haven't been derailed. I think they were derailed at that point. Okay, so when I'm and talking about... they've come a long way. Each of his teams the last, what, four or five years have been better in the second half of the season than the first. This isn't a team where it starts great. When I was calling UCSB games, they were 15-1 and one, one year, and then they think they went 6-9 and nine and got knocked out in the first round of the NIT. They were coming off an NCAA appearance, and everybody thought they were going back when they were 15-1. and one. And that team got derailed. Dang it. Yes. And, <laughs> and it was racial issues, too. So if you need to, there's, there's a really bad incident, and that team came apart. Oh. Well, sucks for them. Yep. But that's derailed. I think you got something going, and then all of a sudden, well, what happened? That was great. How did it fall apart? That's how I view derailed. I think derail is level to expectations. And the expectations are now that they're going to win a lot in the second half of the season, and I think they're going to win a lot in the second half of the expectations season. Expectations in the preseason, they were getting so much love in the summer, mm-hmm. and they were thirteen and eleven, and it's like, what? Come on, let's go. What happened? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they got up brilliant. and win. Just Ingles into the starting lineup, trade for Clarkson, and away you go. Oh yeah, yeah. We know the storylines, and and I think there's a couple more than that. But yeah, that's the what one. else you want to throw in there? I think Mitchell has increased his game. Mm-hmm. Uh, substantially he's a premier player yes he's going to be an all-star yeah we talked about uh on tnt after they announced the starters yesterday they were predicting who the reserves would be they'll be announced next thursday thursday yeah and everybody shack barkley um kenny the jet they had five guys in common benny the jets and then there were two guys where it was kind of all over the map. But among the five guys that they all agreed would be reserves, everybody had Gobert. Yeah. Everybody but had but who cares what they Donovan think? Mitchell. All, all the people went nuts on Twitter. I wasn't watching when it happened, but I knew when it happened because I saw Twitter It's obvious. Up. I give them credit for being obvious. And that's, that just drives me insane. Look, look, look. No, I don't need to look because I already know. I don't need some validation from some Kenny the Jet. See? Look, look. No. But there's multiple reasons for that. One, you didn't grow up here with a poster on your wall. Two, although you live with a team, you don't die. That expression, living and dying with a team, we don't. But it's, it's obvious this sports. year. It's, it's obvious to you and I, but there are Jazz fans who thought it was obvious that they should have already made one and they haven't. They should but have it wasn't been obvious. shut out last year. It wasn't It wasn't obvious. Not to you, not to me, not to the coaches, but to Jazz fans. I think there are plenty but of Jazz fans. But if it's obvious last year, then it's Rudy's, obvious this year. Rudy should have made so it. So it's going to happen. I think he should have made it last year, right. yes. 
but I don't think it was obvious because, because the team wasn't winning at the level that it's winning now. I, I agree with you. And they've got and uh, uh, what, what's the gal's name? Sarah from the D News. Sarah Todd. I just read something in the D News, and she had a quote from an anonymous team executive somewhere. I don't know who it was, and I agree with exactly what she said. It what the what the quote was, not what she said. What she wrote. The quote was: "It would look awful." If we didn't put the two-time defending defensive player of the year and we preach defense yes. and not put him on the all-star team, we'd all look like complete imbeciles, hypocrites to the highest degree. It starts with defense. Oh, yeah? <laughs> well, this guy starts and ends with defense. So they can't. And, in fact, they don't even they, – they're winning at a great level, so it's an automatic. Mm-hmm. But even if they had 10 fewer wins, I think he still makes it. Yeah, then I would think that Donovan might be in trouble. Yes, he might exactly. not. He might not because the way he's scoring, they might get too well. They too in, but his scoring a couple things. coincides with the winning. Too. Exactly, you're right. You're right. Uh-huh. But it, I think the second place team in the West usually gets two teams. In. Well, when it's so obvious, and when one of them is a two time Defensive Player of the Year, yeah. who's also averaging a double double. He's av- he's almost averaging fifteen fifteen now. It would be on. It would be beyond. I agree. The utmost joke. There's no way that these guys. And she quoted Steve Kerr, and he's like. He hasn't made it already? He didn't even know. Which I can buy that because you're in the middle of coaching. There That's can be the last a, thing you're worried about. Everything around you and you don't even see anything. Right. Because you're just so focused on what you're doing. So, yeah, I can see where he didn't know that. Uh, but those two are absolute locks. I have never been more sure of anything than anything that I've ever said. DJ and PK. Your feedback coming up next is National Compliment Day. Who do you want to compliment? We'll get your feedback on that next. Stay with us. And it's all over almost here. Don't go nowhere. PK, you don't think the world's going to exist a thousand years from now? I'll tell you what. I'll bet you dinner it does. No. I said I don't know if the world is going to exist a thousand years from now. In a tone that said you don't think it will. I went straight to... I went straight to Planet of the Apes. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> Not sure why, but what Because a thousand years from now. <laughs> okay. Astronauts are spinning around. They crash down in Lake Powell. I recognize it in the original. Okay. All right. I can't argue with it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, DJ and PK and the feedback of the day brought to you by Audi Salt Lake City, where you can pick up a new Audi Q5 SUV for only $3.59 per month. Visit Audi Salt Lake City at 999 South State or AudiSaltLakeCity.com. Outside of injuries, what could derail the Jazz? Spencer's got a list. A list? Yeah. A healthy Laker team. Refs that don't let Rudy go straight up and down to the playoffs, like in that Pelicans game. The Jazz getting cold from three in the postseason, and Westbrook and Harden getting hot at the right time. Yeah, and there's something to be said for that. I agree. Well, a couple of those I file under, they get beat by another really good team. I don't know that that's getting derailed. Okay. I mean, that's not how I define it, but it could be how you define it. I know I understand what you're saying, but I do think there's a potential... For this team, as there are any team, not specifically this team, to underachieve. BYU football underachieved in three games this year. Yes. They lost. But they didn't, in my mind, they didn't get beat by a better team. I agree. That thing, they even, had in, even in a quarter, series, fourth that quarter thing leads can happen. on the road. Fourth quarter leads on the road. Right. Washington last night, I don't think they're worse than the Utes. And they got beat. 
and they got they got to, they can scream well, and yell at the referees, but right. they made a ton of dumb decisions. They did. So, and that's one game. So I get your point. In a seven game series, that's probably not likely to happen, but it is a possibility of it happening. I don't really think the Jazz under Quinn Snyder have underachieved when they've made the postseason. Agreed. But if they get beat 4-1, 4-0 in the second round, the other team's better, but you could still underachieve. I guess we'd have to see what that other team did from there. Because right now, I don't think there's a team, and neither do you, like, you know, the Warriors when everybody's healthy and they're clicking, where they just roll through the playoffs. Hey, we're 16-2. and Thanks for playing. Exactly. Because that kind of team could do it to the Jazz. But if the Jazz were to get swept by a team – let's say, either the Clippers or Lakers, and then they lost, that team lost in six to either the other one, the Clippers or Lakers in the next round, you'd be looking going, well, that, that Except wasn't Except if, if they lost in five and every five was down to Okay, and there were three go. OT games. I mean, yeah, we can draw out the conclusions. And maybe not we'll even know, OT, but... We'll know what they look like when they get there. Yeah. Whether they were hard-fought, well-played right, games right, right. and you lost oh, to a for better sure. team. Yeah, yeah, no question. But I think that's how it's going to be going forward. His teams have started poorly and finished yeah, strong. I don't see how much better they can get. Right. And they th- can beat better teams, that's for sure. Yes. But can they play better? I think they're wow. gonna I think they're gonna beat Dallas Saturday, do you? Yeah. I think that because they've lost to Houston, they'll keep the edge. And I get the whole overcompetence ego thing. If that I guess if you're gonna say, give me the most likely thing where they're gonna derail, I would say they Keep winning at a really high rate until the All-Star break, and then you don't play for a week or 10 days or whatever it is. It's a long break. So time off derails Time off and a little fat and happy and overconfident because you do have time to sit back and think and look, man, we have really been So you're saying Joe comes back 15 pounds heavier? Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Joe's weight seems to swing by two to three pounds based on whether he eats something salty. Joe, what did you do? Mitchell comes back looking like Ray Felton. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, let's hope. No, he'll be in the All-Star game, so he'll have to run around for a couple days. That won't count. Yeah. (laughs) No, I think just they they lose the edge a little bit. The Christmas, the attention to detail. Go Bear all of a sudden doesn't give a crap. (laughs) (laughs) Just sits around watching his own commercials. I made it, boys. I don't know what your problem is. Hey, Mike, I got my own commercials. Look at these. (laughs) All right. uh, National Compliment Day. Who do you want to compliment? PK, right out of the gate. Jared. PK, he makes me laugh. (laughs) Thank you, Jared. (laughs) Touch yeah. Use you like a clown. Uh, Tyler says most people from Arizona have moxie, according to PK. Is that a brand of denture cream? Oh, I'm old. I don't even have the teeth. Damn, all my teeth. My teeth are gone. Uh, Jonathan Taverneri is listening to the show, or at least following us on Twitter. JT, what's going to derail the jazz? LeBron James, Jonathan liked that. LeBron had a classic all-world highlight in that Brooklyn game. Turnaround, fadeaway jumper in the post that Olajuwon and Jordan shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he shot it, and Kyrie Irving knew it was coming and was right was right there. It's, it's your classic making shots argument. That was a poster child for I got you. It. LeBron was fading away, and Irving jumped at him, not worried about a foul because he knew the fadeaway was coming. And his hand went between LeBron's arms right up to his nose and his eyes, and LeBron switched it. LeBron wins two more titles. He should replace Jordan as the best player ever. Five titles, three teams, that'll do it for you? And the fact that he's winning in the mid to late 30s? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, DJ and PK. I bet Jordan's sitting there going, yeah, get a three-peat and get back to me. Consistency, LeBron. That's an argument for another day. We'll see you Sunday night on Talking Sports at 1035 and back here Monday morning from 6 to 10.